Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is a show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule. Oh no, wait! It's episode 400. Time for a special episode. Joining me today is, of course, uh, Juliana. Say hi, Juliana. Hi, everyone. And I just want to say I am going to update the archive feed because a lot of feed readers, they don't work very well with, you know, RSS feeds, which are like really, 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 really long. Um, and, and my WordPress, WordPress doesn't work also with podcast feeds or any feeds which are really, 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 really long because just okay. serving out the feed is like megabytes of data, you know, just That's to get everything on the thing and lots of processing. So what I've done is I uh, previously I had a feed which was called SFBRP archive feed. So if something has fallen off the back end of this feed, um, that is just in your feed reader right now. Actually, I could probably look up on, on, my, uh, on my podcast app. Uh, that I use, like, uh, you know, what, you know, how far back you can go. Actually, have a look at this. Uh, we can go all the way back to, uh, oh no, I clicked on the wrong one. That was Dungeons and Luke and Juliana play Dungeons and Dragons feed. Yeah. All right, so yes, we go all the way back to 224. So this feed goes back, you know, like 200, two, uh, 150 episodes or whatever. Oh, how, you know, however many, like 200 episodes yes. plus all the bonus ones and things like that. Um, so if you want to listen to podcasts previously, go over to the uh, SFBRP archive feed. I thought I'd just mention that and I will update that all the way through to episode 400 because at the moment it only goes to 1 to 300. Yeah. I'm going to make and it 1 you, to 400. If you want to know what, what, uh, the, what all the 200 previous episodes, yes. you should check out the list because yes. uh, there you can see if you if there yeah. are episodes that you are That you want to check out. You know, yeah. It's easy actually just to go to sfbrp.com and click on the episode list because all the episodes are listed there by book, by author, by series, book series, by rating, by length of the episode, by date that I recorded it and, and other things as well. So go over, head over to uh, there as well. So anyway, but that's just a quick announcement I want to get out of the way. What's up? How long am I now on this podcast? Uh, well, you've been on the podcast pretty much since, what, 2011 or something? We got together in 2011. So uh, so yeah, we, yeah there's probably I could probably pick out the first... No, I remember actually the first episode that you were on was Hyperion. So let me look at this. Oh, uh, yes, I remember. I think you came on to Hi the Hyperion episode. So I'm just going over to episode sfbrp.com forward slash episode hyphen list hyphen three. I'm not quite sure what that three is there, but that's what it is. All right, <laughs> Hyperion. So the first time... Uh, that we uh, no, I think I actually reviewed it twice. Yes, you uh, did. Okay, so this it was the second uh, episode, 168. You were on for the first time, Ooh. and that was in 2012. Uh, Not bad. End of end of September 2012. So yeah, you've been doing. You've been a regular guest, a regular co-host on a podcast now for way more than half of the podcast. Because I always think like, oh yeah, I was doing it for a long time by myself, and then Juliana joined in and started doing episodes with me. Um, Some at the beginning, and then well, but now, yeah, like the, yeah, like <laughs> the majority of the, the length of the podcast, people have known people have known Luke and Juliana as a as a duo, even though this is still my podcast. And even though sort of like, I sometimes don't even read the book. Well, uh, quite often you don't read the book. The next book that we're going to do is actually this time you've read the book exactly. and I haven't. So, well, I didn't finish it, but that's happened a few times before where we talk about a book that you've read that I haven't read. Anyway, but it's episode four hundred. So Anything we were thinking, special? we were thinking, what, what, what can we do special? Because normally, what I do is when it gets to these, uh, uh, you know, the, these special episodes, um, I do like these, uh, like round, round number episodes. I do yep. something extra special. Did you do something for episode one hundred. Um, episode one hundred, I talked about uh, science fiction and personal philosophy. 
which uh-huh. is uh, which is interesting. Episode 150, I talked about reading novels, which is actually what we talked about in a previous when you were saying, oh, I want to talk about how it's difficult to, to, to find time to read, yeah. and, and that was about ebooks versus audiobooks versus paper books and all the other kind of As things. As an adult, um, it's difficult. Episode number 200, we did top science fiction series. Um, oh, I did that one. So I talked about science fiction novels and series, which I'd read before, but haven't done a full podcast about, just sort of like filling people in. Oh, oh this okay. is one of my favourite series, but I read it five years ago, like before the podcast right, started right. and things like okay. that. What is it? 250 listener suggestions for this special 250th episode. That was in 2014. So in that one, actually, what we did is uh, we, we got suggestions that other people wanted to hear a special episode about and then just went through those things and said, people said, hey, how about this? How about that? Um, then on episode 300, we actually talked about 300 science fiction episodes. Oh yeah, that was epic. Yeah, we did. And then for 350, we did equal gender representation in science fiction reading habits, where I had gone for an entire two years. I'm surprised everyone. Well, well I'm not sure if anyone was... Well, n- nobody was people... really surprised, but I, I, what I'd done is I'd scheduled it. So I think every other really... book, or half the books I'd read were by women uh, or non-male, non, you know... Uh, there were some trans authors in there and some women authors. Anyway, so it was only half of the books were by, you know, men. And I wanted to, you know, do that. I don't and think anybody picked up on that. No, no. There was also our top fives. What was our top... Didn't we do top fives or something like that? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Anyway, I can't uh, I can't see see what that what episode that was. Maybe... Uh, or maybe that was the listener suggestions of the special 250 episode. Yes, I think that was maybe, it. Maybe it was included was in there where it. we talked about our top five things as well. Yes. Anyway, so here's the special episode. The, the, the title of this this podcast episode special i think it should be called something like here we go um living our best science fiction life what do you think sounds good living our best science fiction life so what we've done is decided science fiction in real life no but the point is this is it because it's not just science fiction in real life because then it's just the same list that you always find when you say here's some science fiction no here's some things which exist now but were inspired by science fiction and it's always like you know um in 2001 they had those communicate or the news pads or whatever they and they're like oh they're just like ipads and they're like yeah "Yeah, they are just like ipads but you know that's not what i want to do i want to talk about like things that have impacted our lives like the way that we live our lives and what we like about the modern world, which things which would have been considered previously to be a science fictional invention. Okay. So I hope um, my list is conform with that. Well, it's, it's fine, even if it doesn't. So <laughs> I, we haven't seen each other's list, but we're going to do this as a draft. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have nine things on my list. Um, things which are which maybe ten years ago, or fifteen years ago, or twenty, or thirty, or forty years ago would have been considered science fictional things. Okay. Um, uh, th- you know the way that the world works now. There's lots of science fictional things. So if you can think of a science fiction story or movie or something which which you can c- c- cite as a source, like say, oh, this is something I read in a book which was written in 1980, and now here it is, or something. That'd be good too. So, uh, but yeah. we're gonna do it as a we're gonna go incomparable style. We're gonna do this as a draft, okay? okay? So you pick one, and then I can't pick the same thing, but we can both talk about it, and then I'll pick one, sure. and we'll just keep going back and forth. Maybe five each, and okay. then uh, and then that'll take it up. So. Um, I have ten. You have ten. Well, tell you what, you've got more than me. I've only got nine. There's probably going to be some overlap. So, you go first. What's your What's your first? What's your top one that you want to My pick out? Top. Yeah. What's are your we top going one? Top and well, again, this is, I, these are, these I, are I things that you like. Down in, in, uh, no, in I didn't put mine in order. order. So pick one out. Pick one out. Um, uh, which you think uh, that you want to talk that you want to get to talk about before I do go. I think like something uh, like social media. 
Yeah. To me, feels something very science fictiony. Yeah. Because you know, in books, you know, like uh, Neuromancer or like yeah. those cyberpunk kind of things. Yeah. You always have a a, a network yeah. where community gets together. Yeah, it's in like a, that in a meta- way. metaverse or whatever it's called. You know, yeah. th- those kind of things where yeah, it's so community, think, online community. So yeah. I think social media is something that. Could have come out. And of this is, social media is the one of the top things in your life that makes your life better. This is social no, media is that one. That was the, just one on the list. No, no, no. Here's the thing. We got to go for it. We got to go for it. Living our best science fiction yeah. lives. Like, what's the thing? Which it, okay, forget that one. We can talk about that later if you want. But I want to talk about the things that we're most enthusiastic. So you do want to top. To yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, j- j- pick out the thing that you want. And, and social media, sure, it's good. And there's lots of stuff, good stuff that's come about from social media. But like. Uh, what's the thing okay. that you're most excited about which wouldn't have been possible 20, 30, 40 years ago, which is a science fiction-y kind of thing? The smartwatch. The smartwatch? Yes. Really? This is so, this is so, I don't know, this is like from out of spy movies. And, it is. And, and it's, it's pure Dick Tracy crazy. kind it's, of thing. Yeah, it's, I All don't right. know. So what do, you, that, what do you like about your Apple Watch then? I like the, um, the whole idea of the fitness tracking and yeah. uh, that I can just uh, receive messages and answer yeah. the messages and see yeah. who calls me and, yeah, and talk to Siri and, and stuff talk like. to Siri yeah. and you know all these things and pay oh my god I pay with my watch it's yeah. so good I just go to the checkout I don't have to get f- 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 like fiddle with around with my bag you just double tap on the out. side of your watch and go bloop I just and that's go it. bloop it's super fast it's super easy and okay uh, here's the thing I to expand it. this out a bit more to like personal electronics what what the great thing is about the watch is that it's not quite there yet on the level with the phone because the phone was like oh it used to be that you'd have to carry like it's one of those things you had to carry a camera and yes. a walkman that is also and, on my list yeah 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 but so, I'm just saying all of that but all of those different things which used to be appliances electronic equipment like yeah. you'd have to have a GPS. Yes, You'd have to I, have a compass, and it, they all it, become. At the, some points, I had yeah. an an, I, an, uh, an iPod, yeah, uh, a GPS yeah. device, um, um, and your Windows phone that you and, had and with it. No, with it. well, it wasn't. Yes, but it was like an XTA thing. Yeah, but it was the very very first smartphone kind of thing, and I yeah. paid fifty euros for it. Oh my god, that was expensive for me at yeah. the time. I didn't. I never spent any money on a phone before, yeah. and fifty euros was you, that, that was. But of course, you're having expensive. to pay the, the contracts. You, you you always thought the phones before that. A bit, okay, and so if we we're talking about the watch, though, what I, my point was, yeah, but what my point was, that wasn't my point. My point was, my point was that all of the things which used to be appliances, which are then now just become apps on your home screen, yeah, the same thing is also happening to the watch. It used to be that the watch was just one thing, and you would tell time with it. But now these loads of different functionality is making its way into the watch but also bypassing the phone mm. like fitness tracking yeah you could do that on your phone but yeah, you, for a short period yeah you had to have your phone on you to yes. track steps and stuff yeah and we, and we got the runtastic app and we yeah. were like let's track runs but now we go out running we, we just leave Without, the phones at home yeah, and just go just out running and again you could say oh but you could just do that with a fitbit it's like yeah you could do that with a fitbit but you couldn't also um, pay for shopping at a checkout counter and and receive, and receive messages and answer messages and talk to see all those different kind of things. You go, oh yeah, like you could say, oh, but you can do that with this other device. It's like yes, but you don't have that with you all the time, yeah. every time, even when you don't have your phone and you don't have these other things. I love my my watch because I can use it as a because uh, there's the um, the podcast app on there, yeah. and so I can listen when I go out running. I can just listen to podcasts while I run without my phone. But then also <laughs> the cool thing is. is 
is because I can listen to podcasts on my phone, if I want to listen to podcasts, I can off my phone, and then I can watch tennis. Um, on, oh, so you listen so, to podcasts on your watch. Yes, and while I, yeah, sorry, I'm, listening to, I'm using my, pod, my watch to listen to podcasts while I'm watching tennis <laughs> in bed. And normally if you're watching tennis, that would be the only thing playing. So yes. it, becomes, it becomes like not, you know, you say it's your second screen, like you watch TV yes. and then you have your phone and then you have your iPad. And then you, but the watch is actually such a, a great media consumption yeah. device. And, uh, uh, and what I really loved, I always like... My aim when I got this first smartphone was always to not having to carry a separate GPS yeah. with me. And I, w I loved it when uh, the iPhone came out and you had literally one device yeah. where everything was on. I also didn't get the first iPhone. I only got the iPhone when 3G. it had yeah. uh, the 3GS, when yeah. it had the GPS. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. Because I wanted, I, what I really like is one device that does everything. Yeah. And, and the watch is getting to everything. get there. The watch is getting and, there. And I don't need like one calendar why I scribble things in. No, if I scribble something in my phone, it appears on my laptop, it appears on my iPad, it's just there immediately. And whenever I do something, it's just great. The connectivity and like, I love it. Yeah. I think that is super science fiction. All right. Uh, that's just your the watch or just m like your mobile phone as well. Well, I had my smartphone. Okay, on smartphone. Me as well. Yes, actually, let's. Well, we could go. We could talk more about that if you want, because I also have a personal communicator device, which is sort of like in all of these different things. You know, yeah. I'm talking like the mobile phone. I don't need to go too much more into that because we kind of covered it. Like all of these things, which were science fit, like a calculator. Like I remember when I was at school that we didn't have like people didn't have calculators okay. and somebody came into into the uh, um into the classroom and they're like we're gonna learn how to use a calculator and we're all like "Ooh, calculator yeah. this was when i was like eight years old yeah. and so they came around with cardboard boxes and they put cardboard boxes on everyone's table and then we opened the cardboard box and inside was a plastic bag and we take out the calculator from that and we all learned how to turn on our calculator and type it in so if you know what i mean like i'm, I'm at the age where calculators themselves weren't just like we're something special like there was something special yeah like it was like the, the calculator and then of course the casio watch in the 1980s you know when those started yeah. coming out having and then you could get a calculator on your watch you know all these these crazy <laughs> things so when um, when my like when i went to school and we yeah. we got the first calculator using things yeah of course it was way later yeah and then like Every every year, the, a the, new the parent get like a whole list of what yeah. you what you need to buy, and then at some point you need to buy a, a calculator. calculator. A calculator was and on there. My yeah. first one was a Texas Instruments. Yeah, Texas Instruments was like the standard school calculator, yeah. I think. But anyway, so what I'm saying is that like I I remember the time when nobody had any. Uh, you know, I'm just of the age where yeah. nobody had any personal electronics at all. There was, just, there was just nothing, there was no device which was a personal electronics. Then there was the Game and Watch, and then there was the Game Boy, and you know, they came in slowly, step and, by step. But the Walkman was there when you were around, like, it was no, around... Yeah, but like, I'm, I'm talking about like a computing device, which okay. has a screen, where right. if you press buttons, different things come onto the screen. Okay. That's, okay. What, that's what I'm trying, to, that's the kind of thing I'm trying to say. Yes. Like, what, like personal yeah. computing device, and then like personal communicator device. Yeah. Like... Uh, Uh, yeah, I'm just of the age where I've seen all of this come along and every single step has been science fictional. Anyway, so yes, I would say personal communicator devices, like having a phone, like there's a reason why everybody's happy. Well, not everyone's happy, but you know, 
a billion people in the world are happy to spend a thousand dollars um or a thousand euros crazy. it's a crazy amount of money it's to spend crazy. but that's how important it's it is impressive how we got yeah. used to paying that as i said like 50 euros was but, but it's much but we're money. living our best science fiction like having right. a smartphone having a personal communicating device yeah and that's that's always the amazing thing when you see the uh, uh, when you when you look back on the original iphone announcement steve jobs is like and we've got these three devices and there's a um a video ipod Uh, a mobile phone and um, a personal, uh, what is it, a personal internet communicating device. Yeah. And they're all the same thing. But the first two, like video iPod, everyone's like, yay! And mobile phone, everyone's like, way! And everyone's like, internet connected communication device. And everyone's like, what? What's that? Like that. And nobody, but, nobody but really understood. But only from like Blackberries and stuff. But that's the thing. Because they had their no, but that network, was, right? That, no, but that was, that was still classed as a mobile phone. Nobody understood what a yes. internet connected computing device would actually be. Of course. Because... And, but Steve Jobs did. And that's why when he introduced what, what the iPhone was, it wasn't, oh, it's an iPhone and it's got an iPod attached where you can watch yeah. videos. Oh, and also it can do web pages. You know, the web, the, that it was an internet connected communicating device or computing device wasn't, so wasn't crazy. sort of like an extra thing. He, yeah. he understood that that was like the most important thing and nobody else well not nobody else did but yeah. like you know that was that is the the, the the stage introduction of the iPhone is one of those moments where if you were to write about it in a science fiction book <laughs> you would go eh that's laying it on a bit thick that like one guy or one company or like one team one design team or one yeah. programming team could just be like so far out there and that's the reason why the phone the iPhone is the world's best selling product ever it's the best selling category of products ever you know it's one of those things that that there's well, there's, there's still more like android phones right no i'm saying that the iphone itself yeah. outsold any single Um, really? Android phone. Yeah, by oh. a long way. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, when, when the iPhone, they go, right, we've got to make 70 million of these in a year. Yeah. And Samsung has sells a lot of their, like, but, you know, Samsung makes like 12 phones a year and, mm. and Apple makes one. Uh, well, now they make a few different yeah. versions. Anyway, I don't want to, don't want to be too, too much, much I don't want to too much about it. But when, but when uh, Apple set the mold, where they, they kind of, they set the mold with the iPhone, mm. you mm. realize that suddenly after that, all phones look like iPhones. And yeah, even now, course. all phones look yeah. like iPhones. Um, I, I um I recently watched uh, the Ready Player One movie. Yeah. And there again, like I've seen it in a few uh, movies and yeah. um, of course in books it's difficult to to just picture, picture it. it, yeah. Um that they have these devices which are see-through. Yeah, it's it's silly. And I'm never quite sure. Yeah, let's get through let's get through the folding folding phone transition first. Because like yeah. I mean I do understand I really like what I would love is like a you have like a thin thing yeah. like a Like a lipstick size. I'm sorry now, you're talking about future technology. We're not allowed to talk about All that. Right, okay. We're talking sure. about our we're current, current, current best. Because okay, if, if we want to speculate, okay, you go next. We've done, we've got, we've done the, we're, it's very Apple centric at the moment oh, yeah, with, yeah, the, with the iWatch it's and the true, iPhone, the, the Apple um, Watch and the iPhone. Let's um, go for something which hasn't got to do with uh, personal communication devices. Okay. Uh, our little vacuum robot. I also have this as well. I've got uh, robot house workers. Yes. All right, talk about our little house robot. Um, our little house robot is really not intelligent. He is quite stupid. And he just goes around and in circles and whatever, does the same area three times. But what I love about it is that Theory, like theoretically, we could uh, program it, and then it would go around every day at the same time and just keep the place nice. Yeah. Because 
regularly just leaving him around and you can just yeah. leave him on for 45 minutes yeah. and the place just the this the surface is just less dusty and you yeah. can see that and it's just so it feels, much easier yeah it feels so much nicer to not have to worry about crumbs as oh, much as yes. you know and also of course the noise level i hate hoover sounds it's yeah. just crazy. well that's why i always do when you're at work <laughs> uh, yes but uh, for me it's super easy when you're not here yeah it's so much easier you for just me press to just play. put it on yeah i put it in the bathroom i press play i can do the same things while yeah. doing it yeah it's it I, I do think this is one of those things. we have three robots that help us out in in our home yeah we have a uh, we have our little Hoover robot. Yes. Our little um, what do you call them? Yeah, it's called R Daniel. Um, but it's a uh, uh, what is it called? What is it called? Like an I robot or is that no? What was it? called? No, anyway, I can't it's, remember. It's um, uh, no an Evax. Evax. Evax or something. Evax. Yeah, Ecovax. Um, anyway, I think the I robot is the ones that make the Roomba, Roombas. But it's like a Roomba kind of thing. You know what it is? Yeah. It's we also our two of the robots, of course, are our washing machine and yeah. uh, dryer combo, which is not really robotic because you know we do well, we do a lot of the weather. Yes. But also the but dishwasher. Talk about the dishwasher. The dishwasher. I always wanted a dishwasher. Yeah. I. I mean, once we got it, you were happy to yeah. have it. All right. And it's great. We just stuck it in. It's basically also like a dirty dishes cabinet. Yeah. Because. Uh, of course, when it's full, you put the stuff on top. Yeah. But when it's empty, like it is now, there's no dirty dishes around. It cleans the kitchen. It makes it the kitchen makes look the kitchen tidier clean. and cleaner. Yeah. You can program it, and it does the job. And it doesn't matter how how long it takes because you could do other stuff. Okay, there is another robot that we have as well. The coffee machine. The coffee machine is a robot. Really? Yes, of course it's a robot. Now here's I love it. Uh, because uh, we're going to talk. I just want to say there's one of the Bond movies at the start of it. Hmm? He's like he goes and talks to Q, or you know, Q comes. You know, Qs always have these science fictional uh, um, like weapons and different yeah. things like that. And one, uh, one of the coffee of, machine. One of them's a coffee machine. What? Yeah. Let me let me just type it in. I, I can't remember which movie it is. Okay. Uh, uh, Bond. Yeah, let me right. type in uh, Bond. Why you do movie. that? I want to tell the people why I love this because. Um, previously we didn't have uh, an amazing coffee machine and so every time I wanted to have a coffee I always would have to make it myself because apparently making the little mochaccino thingies was just too much for Luke to do or to put the, the I coffee was never in gonna it make that. and then put it on the stove and then it, that's too much but now I can say hey Luke are you making me a coffee and he just presses literally two buttons and the coffee comes out exactly yeah. the way I want it, and that is amazing. It says here, James Bond had obviously moved home since the last time we saw his side inside his personal abode in Doctor No. This is in Live and Let Die. Clear, this was clearly a swanky bachelor pad with some iconic 1970s patterns mixed with some charming period furniture. Ever want to impress the ladies? Our super, super spy hero has a kitchen full of mod cons, including a great coffee grinder and espresso blasting machine. M is not impressed. Is that all it does? <laughs> Well, mine so, but it's but it's the way that it's, it's presented as like this, like oh, futuristic yeah. science fiction. Well, I mean, of course, it did exist at the time, yes. but uh, but yeah, we press two buttons and uh, the milk foam is being done. The, it grinds the coffee it fresh. It grinds the coffee fresh. It yeah. puts it out and it puts it all together, and it's a perfect thing. So another. Uh, this is not my. This is not my turn in the draft. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, labor-saving devices like electronic labor-saving devices. I made one for ourselves. We got some blinds, and it used to be that you'd have to go over to one of the blinds and press the down button and hold the down button all yes. the way until it reached the bottom, and then you could walk away. And yeah. that was like uh, that was like thirty-six seconds of your life, oh, which yes. you just wasted holding down a button to make these electronic. Also, they're not blinds. They're more like shutters. They're on the because yeah, we, we live on the ground floor, so you need to put these shutters down. So we have a whole wall, which is basically windows, 
And on one side, there's this one set of shutters who, where you have to press down. And on the other side, there's another set of shutters who get... Which you just tap once. a different switch, which yeah. you tap once. And, and then it goes so down. And it's so annoying yeah. that you, have, you can't just press one button where it does it all. Or just be somewhere else and not standing right next to it, waiting for it to go down. Anyway, so I created a... I got uh, three Arduinos and worked out all the code and the different relays and the IR sensor. And I put it all together in the um, the radio transmitter. So now we point a remote control. I mean, it, it doesn't work perfectly, but even pressing the button a few times to make it register is way better than having to walk over, press yes. the button, get it all the way down to the... So now I've actually timed it. So you just press one and it goes to the top. You press eight and it goes down to the bottom. And you press... No, if you press nine... It goes all the way to the bottom and closes yes. fully and then there's different gradations yeah. between um so and i really love it oh, it's it's best thing i love it it's best thing still it's still not quite finished uh, because we have two wooden open boxes with lots of I know. wires and electronics it's, hanging it's fine. They're fine it's fine it's fine anyway it's it's household it's but it's it household is, electro yeah, I wrote, household I wrote, electronics i wrote down um what? um smart homes thing but this is our only smart home thing this is our only smart home and i made it oh to be honest what's that um i took i like i also introduced into the household the uh the remote controlled uh, electric plugs yes but that's not yeah there's different but uh, that is like, i mean it's just that's sort of like long range light switching on and off there's nothing there's nothing electronic or pro i mean well there's it's, it's but, nothing intelligent about it it's just a switch which yes. is connected to uh which is it is cool it is a it is a radio a long distance switch to for turning up turning off lights behind the TV and yes. things like that, which is good, which is good. Okay, so my next one, um, let me type in on the list, home robots, that's that's next on the drop. My draft is actually um, connected to what we've seen before. Mine yeah. is um, uh, like Arduinos and uh, 3D printers and, you know, these CNC machi machines oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because I love people being able to make science fiction products yes. in their garage or in their living room or in their home <laughs> or going along so we really enjoy sitting down and watching you know marble machine wednesdays you know yes. winter garden wednesdays and marble machine mondays or whatever it was yes. you know where we see someone like learning technology and creating technology and creating things we watch quite so a, many things. we watch quite a few of these maker videos yeah. and you know we we're subscribed to the tested channels so we see adam savage and all those guys um doing lots of you know bits and pieces there as well yeah. We like watching people making robots. We like making people watching, like building um, electronic, uh, uh, you know, transportation Last devices time, and stuff like that. We watched a video. That you, of course, then YouTube recommends stuff to yeah, us. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then we watched this this video where Japanese uh, people, like I don't know, students or something, yeah. they made. Uh, skyscrapers out of like little yeah. sticks, and then they got shaken on the platform. Yeah, I mean, there, we, those are universe. Like, that was a university course, yeah, university, but, but it's all the same kind of thing. So what I'm saying is that, like, my little tech, like, I love building things. I literally built in my last studio a room, a rotating room, which yes. could make it look as though I was walking across the ceiling. This thing was. Four and a half Gigantic. meters high, massively powered by Heavy. electronic things. It weighed it weighed like two tons, and I built it from scratch out of wood <laughs> and electronics and motors and stuff like that. There's, you it can find crazy. it on my YouTube channel and things. But it's, it it's an absolutely crazy project. Now, if I'd been building that, you would just make it. I would do, do it. would be a YouTube series about yeah. like, oh, I'm going to make this thing, and people are like what? CNC and I'd be, and you would, you know, it's, you know, I'd, I'd, get about, some per some person who yeah, I, who actually did it, and I was like rediscovering stuff like that. So I am I am not a stranger to larger than life making projects, and at the moment, yeah. what I do is make 
you know, juggling props and uh, uh, home automation devices and things yeah. like that. But it's all there. Like part, like a big part of my enjoyment of the modern world is seeing a lot of it's on YouTube, but also just in the real world is actually just seeing makers being able to make things and 3D printers yeah. and CNC machines and uh, all these other like home technology, which is super science fictional. Again, I can't really, I mean, there's there's lots of science fiction stories who, which have talked about like replicator devices and, and oh, things yeah. like that. But for me, it's less about replicating and printing off what other people have created or other people have designed. It's more about the the creativity that you see in the world where um, being able to create create something from scratch with a few computer programs, a 3D printing machine, and some basic electronics works, and maybe yeah. and just some other tool works is possible to anybody. Like it's possible for anyone to do what that. What I always find, like uh, even like, of course, it's still future stuff. But what yeah. I would love uh, a 3D print. Of course, I would love everybody to have a 3D printer and just make uh, the necessary home things that they need themselves. Um, no, I don't think that's good. I think that's massively wasteful. I mean, that's that's an ideal, but it isn't. It, it's not no. ideal. No, because how many different kinds of plastic do you have to have stocked in your home? Well, then it's just one kind of plastic. Anyway, no, but that one, was just one a kind stupid of, idea. One kind of plastic is, is... would be cool is if, like, this is one of those things that in, always in, like, the Star Trek uh, yeah, things... Replicators. They have, like, the replicators where they say, okay, make me this kind of food and stuff. Yeah. So if these um, these three D printers, do you just put in? Uh... Wait, are you speculating on future technology I'm again? Sorry. No, no, carry on. I'm interested, but I'm just saying that like this. Like, That's not what we're saying. No, we can. If you want to say like it's we so can, difficult. we can, we can do in episode 450. We can do our you know our top ten things what that we, we want? want to happen. Okay. But I really want no, to talk about like our lives. The future, then. All right, that was my one. Three D printers, CNC machines, and Arduinos. What's okay. your next one? Um, my next one is um, I recently saw um, some uh, company in Germany who successfully hovered, not le hovered. really flown, but yeah. hovered, um, a flying electric taxi. Ooh. Um, uh, it's, the, it's called Lilium.com. Yeah. There's quite a few of these companies where like, uh, we've, we've few, got a one-person thing. Yeah. they uh, were actually, like, they have uh, actually flying electric vehicles, working yeah. machines. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they, they can... Um, they can start horizontally, like yeah. straight up, uh, but they still have wings. Yeah, vertical takeoff. Vertical yeah. takeoff, but still wings. So there, mm. there's quite some advantages of that. And they yeah. were talking about that in the end, they want to fly uh, autonomously. Mm -hmm. and, but of course, you have to get through all the regulations and through yeah. all the... like. Good luck flying. with that. Yes. Is that really current technology that's making our lives better? Well... Or are you just excited about it? I'm excited because, okay. no, you know, cool. in all the... Oh, Often in science fiction world building, yeah. the idea is that at some point humans fly cars. through the air in the yeah. normal transportation. Yeah, and I think we are very, very close to that. Yeah, I mean, you, that, again, when talking about YouTube channels, there are people, there are whole entire channels of people making, you know, human-rated quadcopters, and there's this one where you have these jets on your arms and you fly around. Yes, uh, I'm not saying that is. Anything that is currently practical and currently, but it's exciting it is, it, for you now. It exists, yes. and I think already that that it does exist. Pure existence. It does exist. And I did ask you before: Can something like that go yes. on the list? And you said yes. yes. So totally. that is my um, my thing, and because uh, this is definitely something that you see in science fiction yep. worlds. I'm going to put all flying the, cars down there. All the private flying vehicles. Yep. 
Can I do one? And the streets would be empty of cars. Okay, here's... No, they wouldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't be. Just um, joking. Here's, uh, here's my one. Yeah. Which is a bit similar to this. This doesn't directly make my life better. Yeah. But it does exist in this world. And yes. that is rockets. Yeah, that was on my Landing. Too. Landing rockets. Yeah, Not taking off rockets. Reusable and returning rockets. Yeah, reusable space. rockets. There's actually yeah. quite, a, quite a lot of this going on. Of course, we've got the SpaceX, um, the, which lands rockets. Yeah. And I will always uh, stay up late not not watching the middle of the night but I'll always like watch the replays of the rockets landing it's really exciting I remember excited. the first time we watched uh, something like that yeah. and you've put on the um, uh, Zarathustra yeah. and had tears in your eyes well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it okay it's amazing okay. to see this stuff happening yeah, it is, it's also, really good also I always find it so amazing that we have live video feeds yeah in from up, space all the way through. Up there, it's crazy. So, uh, but also, I'm really interested in the uh, the Virgin space, the Virgin Galactic space plane. Yeah. Also, the Blue Origin um, so uh, the, uh, penis rocket, whatever it is. <laughs> also, the Blue Origin reusable space capsule because they're not dumping it into the sea. Yeah. They're actually coming down and landing um, on the in the desert somewhere. I guess yeah. you know in Nevada or wherever they're landing. Um, there Isn't that the was, thing where it's in parachute? And yeah, it comes they, down they, parachute, they, and then the last one, it's got an airbag on a rocket, which goes and it lands oh, yeah, like yeah, that. We've seen and then that they can, yeah, and they, they can they can reuse that. the whole. Thing. But I mean, that's how the Soyuz capsules come down. Yes, they just land, they land out in Russia somewhere, in Kazakhstan. But then they're, they're not reusable. So this is one which doesn't go into the sea, but can be reused. Yeah. Um, of course, they need a. I think they need a new heat shield each time, and also they're going to be using new rockets each time. But whatever. So that's, so that's the Boeing. Is it the Boeing Starliner or whatever like that? Yeah, so, I think that's. Yeah. So, which stuff, which is like like reusable space technology, but mo- this is like encompassed within rockets landing because yeah. there is almost nothing more purely science fiction in the world right now than yeah. seeing SpaceX landing rockets vertically and just coming down and landing yeah. on barges and or like, landing and stuff like that, and just comes down and so perfect. Perfect, sh- comes down perfect landing. Yeah, yeah like that, like. If you saw uh, again, it's one of those things that, like, you know, the, the unveiling of the iPhone. If you, if you, yeah. if that's in a, if that's in a science fiction movie, and go, look, this person predicted the future. But the landing the SpaceX rockets is one of those things when you see it and you go, and this is the moment where these two, are like, especially on the yeah. Falcon Heavy, where two where of them the two come of them down together parallel. and they land side by side. Like any time that would happen in a movie, you'd go, no, nah, no, nah, that's they wouldn't land them right side by side, and they wouldn't be that perfect, and they wouldn't yes. come in like you know, yes. it's 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 like too artistic what yes. they're doing. It's it's almost too. Movie yeah, artistic yeah. when they come down together and land it's like, like a that. choreography. Yeah, it's like choreography. But um, I think um, because the science fiction mind is already so far ahead, thinking of like spaceships and big like this yeah. massive. But it doesn't stuff, happen very often. I think like having these rockets, like we're still like of course there are these Mars project and the idea going nah, to again, Mars. That's, that's still science fictional. Yes. And and I think we're so far away. From yeah, and and I'm I, got, I don't want to bring it all down to SpaceX with their like space hopper in there. So, yeah. But but here's the thing: it's amazing. that new space hopper. No, what's it called? Starship. Starship. The Boeing. new one. No, this is no the Starliner is Boeing. But oh. the new but the new one where that that they've built like these uh, fake uh, the you know the stainless steel rockets that they're putting oh, into yeah, space. The, that, the, the one that I've I shank, think this is, the but now they've got the space hopper and they're building it and they're testing yeah. the rockets. That is going to be again. It hasn't happened yet, so it's it's still a little bit too future stuff. Yes. But it's it's being built now, which is it's single stage to orbit, and there's never been a single stage to orbit um, rocket before. The idea being that anytime that you want to get a rocket 
into space, into orbit,、mm. you've got to take it off, and then the bottom half of the rocket falls away, and then the top half gets into orbit. Yeah. And this Starhopper, as long as it's got nothing on it except for just fuel to get it there,、yeah. it can actually lift itself all the way up into orbit. Right. And without then, having sec- second yeah, stage. Yeah. Without second stage. And then、yeah. actually decelerate, come down through the atmosphere,、yeah. and land all in one mission. Yeah. So when they, so I just was reading about it now. I didn't really quite understand. They're like, oh, we don't actually need to develop the the like the the bottom part, like the the main booster,、yeah. the heavy lift booster. Yeah. To test this out because it can get to orbit no problem by itself, and we, we don't need to test it with payloads. So once they actually build one, they can actually test it, and they can do all of the human-rated flights by going up and down and testing it.、Yeah. They can test it over and over they want, and they don't have to expend a lower stage or try and land a lower stage. So it's it's really interesting. Single stage to orbit is pure like Tintin、But、goes to the moon kind of thing. Science fiction. It is no, still science fiction. It hasn't happened yet. But they're building it now, so、um, it's、uh, and it is improving life. Yes, all right, and so. and it is not. Directly、uh, affecting our life. No, but it brings joy to my life in、oh, the yeah, sa- in the same way that、uh, flying cars brings joy to yours. Okay, you go for it again. I do have quite a few more here. Yeah. What else have well, we got now? I I'm not quite sure how、uh, how to continue because、um, like I already said to- social media. Okay. No, we can talk wanna, about social media. I want to I want to include the internet and GPS and、okay. all these kind of things because it is all kind of based on each other. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. And、um, having, for example, like going away. Like I remember going on holidays with my parents in in our car, and my parents having like a a, a map. No. Yes, but also、uh, a crisis、uh, within the marriage because my dad was driving and my mum's purpose was to read the map and then something wasn't quite like it was on the map and my dad would freak out and then it was awful. It was just terrible and my mum was always like, "Okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. You stop here and read the map yourself. I'm not going to." And it was terrible. And. You know what's so nice? Just、yeah. put it in the navi,、yeah. and then it tells you. And Here, if it's wrong, here's the thing: it's wrong. It's that it's a machine's fault, not your fault. Yeah. Tell you something. One of the best things for me and Paula when we were traveling and、yeah. doing that, getting a GPS, we got、oh, a TomTom. So good. And it was great because we didn't have to worry about maps, and we didn't have to worry about because all the time, well, it got to the point where if I was driving, I would also just be map reading as well. <laughs> But I had lots of experience with this when I was working, and、mm. you know, I was working with a TV company. We would drive across Europe and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And what they'd do is they'd say, Ah, could you, you know, we'll get the secretary of the company, and she's going to give us the directions to get there. So we'd she printed out bits, right? Just、so、go to MapQuest and work out the route for the map, and then print it out. And then give it to you,、yes. but then it wasn't. A, it wasn't a map that they printed out.、Yeah. It was the, the step、Steps. by step by、yeah. step directions on paper, which meant that once I remember we were going to Wales and we were going like through the country, and then it was sort of like、uh, turn left here, and of course we missed the turning,、mm. and then we're just. Off the directions,、yes. and then so we're like, what happens? What happens if you do that? And looking on the map, wouldn't be nobody could see where they were and all that kind of stuff. Another time, actually, I think it was Wales. We were going along, and instead of putting fastest route, she had put into MapQuest most direct route to get there, and、oh, then no, printed so get, that out. Oh no, you get really wriggly. So once we were going along the M4 along the south of Wales to get, to, it might have even been the same trip. I'm not even sure. So we're going along the south of Wales. And it says turn off here, and we turned off, and I'm like, but this is Cardiff. What are we doing? Or no, Swansea. Whatever. This is Swansea. What are we doing? Turning off here, and it navigated just through the city centre, <laughs> and then out the other side, and then back onto the motorway. And I was like, I was so angry. I was so angry. And then like the next trip, and I was like, and I was just like, 
let's buy an island. So that's what I would do. I would, I, I said, as soon as I did this, I was like, no, I am now in charge. And we'd have like four vehicles driving along at once. And I'd be in the front vehicle. Yeah. I'd be driving and I'd be navigating at the same time with a map. Yes. And ju- just to get there, just to get there on time. Yes. And at, at one point, I had to, we drove from Newcastle all the way to Dresden and back. And man, like, wow. I thought, well, and I was literally big. like, how are you expecting us to get there? And the, I don't know, it's just also up to then, me. What was always weird was that the, um, like, there, there, of course, there are different kinds of maps. So there are yeah. the ones that you have to fold out and then you have this massive thing across your face. Yeah. Or you had the books. Yeah. But then the books had, like, pages, pages. connecting. And you had to go up and, and then down. you had to go, okay, wh- what, what page is this now on? And then go back I'm and gonna tell you something. Oh. I'm going to tell you something that's going to blow your mind. Yes. Okay, and I've told you not to always tell me everything that you ever discover is wrong about America. Okay, but here's something which is absolutely crazy about America. There are lots of things crazy about America. Let me just tell you this one thing. I was driving in America. Yes. And was I wasn't driving. Somebody else was driving in America. Yeah. I was sitting in the front of the car. I was navigating. Yes. And all we had to do was get from Rochester in New York down to yeah. New York City. And it's, okay. it should be really easy. But, you know, we're quite sure. There's signs on the roads and stuff. What's that? There's signs on the roads. Signs on roads, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But we, there was some traffic and we turned off, whatever like that. Okay. Ooh. So, going through the book, each page of the book yeah and it's not like oh if you're on this page and you want to go north you go to you know you see and then, it points up that way then uh, if it says page 60 page this way this yeah what it is is each state had its own page and the states were ordered in the book alphabetically no way so when we went out of new york and we cut through pennsylvania or whatever i can't even remember you'd have to turn from the new york page to pennsylvania and at one point we turned off and we went into connecticut (laughs) and i was like oh no so i turned to the connecticut page and i was like all right now i'm in the connecticut page and i was like all right let's try and find this oh no i was like oh no there's not a turning off to like to turn the car around for absolutely ages like, it's miles and miles and miles. And I was like, it's just crazy how far it is to the next junction where we can turn off the interstate, turn around and get back on. It turns out each page, each map in the book is expanded to fill the size of the page. Connecticut is a much, 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 much smaller state than New York is. Oh, right. So, so the scale you... of the map, <laughs> as you're switching between the pages, the scale of the map was changing. The scale, <laughs> the scale of the map was... Ch- and I was just like... Fuck, how does America function? What the fuck is going on here? That the pages, you turn from New York to Connecticut and the map shrinks and goes like that. It wasn't miles and miles and miles to the next exit. It was like three or four miles but on the page. It looked like it was, because beforehand we'd driven like, yeah. we'd driven like eight hours have, across New York. You, you figured out, oh. okay, this is your, this is your re- oh, relation. Man. This is what you relate to. And anyway, like, oh, that's you were asking me a, f- a few days ago, like what is the thing that you would be an expert at? Like if you could be an expert in something which wasn't juggling or yeah. like that. And I'm like, oh man, user interface design on non-computer products. I mean, just give me, like just give me that map design. Man, like just, like I can explain every single thing wrong with American, or this specific, I mean, of course there's probably lots of road atlases, which are probably yeah, not anymore because it's all GPS. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's the thing, like, oh man, not to have, not to, have to turn the page, go from New York yeah. to, what's the next one? New Jersey, New Mexico? Yes. What? Yeah, so to get, from, to get from New Jersey to New York, you have to go through New... Me- new that's uh, terrible. <laughs> like, I, I can't even... Like, I, no, it wouldn't even make sense to have a German atlas that, which which consists of the, the different the states. Different states. It's just get, fluid because because the it's roads, like, all the roads link yeah, up. They just they go from. But one just to imagine the other. if you turned a page and it's sort of like, oh, we've decided the scale of this map is going to be this big. And Why? Because it's like, oh, 
Really? Oh, oh man, it's just God. the worst thing. Anyway, so that's... Anyway, so GPS and uh, this kind of stuff. Um, is said before, okay, I include in this the internet because I consider the internet the most science fictional thing yeah. that we live in. I just, I think GPS maps and like uh, map apps or TomToms or anything like that, that is a big enough thing. Like, you don't it's even have to include the internet in that. It's a okay. big enough thing by itself. We talk about the internet. Uh, well, I'm going to, let me tell you, GPS mapping. Um, I'm going to say one. Uh, there's a really interesting uh, thing in um, Contact, the, uh, the, the, book, book. the book. Oh, the book. The book by uh, uh, Carl Sagan. And one of the main millionaires in that is a, a person who sells a device which you connect to your TV and it looks for adverts on your TV and just skips them so you don't have to watch adverts. Mm. Um, for me, again, taking the internet, it's all driven by adverts. Yeah. My science fictional thing is adblock. <laughs> Not having to not having yeah. to look at ads, not having to watch ads, is yes. one of the best things ever. And we get it because we watch a lot of YouTube on our Apple TV, and there's no ad block on the Apple TV. Yeah. And I really notice it when I'm watching when I'm watching YouTube on my laptop, which blocks the ads, compared to watching it on my phone yes. or Apple TV, yeah. where it doesn't block the ads. Yes. And I'm like, oh, if I could just not watch. I mean, of course, we could just pay uh, ten dollars a month not to watch ads. Yeah, but, but that is very science fiction. I mean, the like business model paying, behind the ad block technology in that. Book, paying not great. something to not having to consume S something. something yeah. yeah, I think pay, that is pay this and you don't have to see ads very, on the website. But this is like one of those things again that's very cyberpunkish. Yeah, because in in these kind of things, often uh, like the corporations run the world, and mm. and if you have money, you you. And can this is the thing. Get what I want to be more specific about. Oh, the internet is great, and it makes me live my best life, my best science fictional life. Yeah. Adblock is the technology, is yeah. the science fictional thing where you can look through. Of course, it makes the internet really bad as well, because all of these websites like Facebook then have to make yeah. make it really bad, and the, all the code that's I running on your computer. I took, took Facebook the, 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 the app. The app. Off, off your, my your, phone because yeah. literally every second post was an, was advert. an advert and, and there's no ad block there's no ad block and, in there and, and, and like I don't I don't mind so if I have a timeline and then sometimes there comes an advert okay this is but why I didn't want second... you to this is why I didn't want you to put um, social media as your number one best science fiction well, life because no, you've, you've I, taken I just, it off your phone yes. I deleted the Facebook app off my phone I do look at it sometimes because I post Still, things on there I think social media yeah um, with its downsides and upsides connected me to a lot of people already yeah. which like normally in, like, oh, yeah. I would okay, just yeah. uh, you like, wouldn't know they existed no. I, I re uh, connected to somebody I, I was uh, in uh, secondary school with and, yeah. and then now we, we perform music together. So is this going on the list? Social media? Social media is definitely okay. a, like in with all its <laughs> good sides and bad But sides. let me put it this way. The social media, which for you is the social part of it, can, but like the personal connections the you've made. For it. Like, and uh, I can I can post pictures of my, what's going on, and my mum can see it, and and we we stay in touch. And for yeah. example, like of course it's not social media, it's messages, but uh, yeah, no, we messaging apps are a social form of social yeah. media. And you know, or we social gave network my, at least. We gave my my grandfather an old iPad. Yeah, and now 
he oh, yeah. he writes little little letters to my mum and me, and yeah. we send photos and like yeah. this is the way. And how to old is he? Connected. Like eighty four or something? 80, no. 82, 83. Yeah. yeah. So and it's amazing. He can't write by hand anymore. You yeah. wouldn't write letters. Oh yeah, I do remember. You were like, oh, we're gonna give him an iPad and we're gonna set him up an email address. And I'm like, don't set him up an email address. Make him an Apple account and put messages on there. Yes. And you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's like ah, I so, think yeah. that's the level that you we're need. We're communicating via by the internet. email. Email right. isn't email isn't the thing which is yes. you living your best. Uh, your best internet science fiction life it's it's that's already it's, old. it's the iMessage where you and, can just just send a photo you just like go photo send add send yes. like that and just imagine him having to learn how to attach attach photos to an email yes. using the um uh, the, the, the file the, picker yeah, on that, so like that and and it's so funny because sometimes he he presses the wrong buttons yeah. and then the stuff disappears also sometimes he presses the button for the for the um, microphone thing, yeah. so he sometimes by accident records stuff and, and sends send it. it out. Yeah. But it's it's so cool because he can use it, and it is. It's like an iPad friend. too, isn't it? As well. Yeah. But it works, and this way we stay connected, and that's yeah. the whole point about yeah. social media for my and the social network the positivity, kind of and. Uh, so yeah, that's definitely that's definitely something, and this right. is very science fiction. It is science fiction. I oh, have oh one more oh, thing. Yes, um, working with students who are like now maybe ten years younger than I am. So twenty three year olds. Yeah, and, and still. A little oh no, bit. you had a birthday. How old are you now? Thirty four. Okay, so twenty four um, year olds. <laughs> but um, yeah. They don't use email. No, of course not. Why would they use email? They don't use. This is like something I grew up with. Yeah. Um, I had my first email account. I don't know when I was, um, like let's say, twelve, yeah. thirteen, something like that. And this was this is like every business thing, everything that's like slightly uh, business like. I do via via email. Yeah. Like these young people, they do WhatsApp, like they do. Yeah, but now the the latest thing is all the businesses they're using like Slack and Microsoft Teams and these other things which are which are like which are like messaging services but built around uh, teams of work people getting work done and things. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm not talking about this. I know, I'm not. I'm just saying, but now that's the, that's the that's, that's the latest the, science yes. fictional thing, but, which is like no email. But I'm saying about normal students communicating. Yeah. They're communicating via Instagram Messenger yeah. and all these kind of things. They don't use emails anymore, which for me yeah. is really weird because emails for me. Was I just... think we're off topic. Oh, I'm sorry. I think it's still science fictiony. It is science fictiony, but is it is it your life being improved by science? Okay, here's here's one for me. Yeah. So, um, uh, lots of people. Uh, I mean, I am a techno optimist. I think technology really does make people's lives better. Yes. Because there is lots of downsides to different technology. There's always downsides. But there's always to downsides to all technology. Yes. And. While there was downsides, uh, and here's to the thing, I, yeah, I all, yeah, of course, download. There's downsides to everything, but if you consider, if you're the one who's in control of the technology yeah. that's affecting your life, yeah, other people can't make that bad for you. Like put it this way, it doesn't matter what else is going on, or how other people are misusing something. If you're using it for you to improve your life, yeah. it's it's good for you. Yeah. Like lots of people die 
of, of alcohol poisoning and, and, other, and other drugs and things like that. But if you enjoy having a drink now and then, it improves your life. And yes. you can say, oh, alcohol's really bad for the world. But no, for you personally, it's not bad. And other people are like, oh, Twitter's really bad for the world. I'm like, yeah, no, no, no doubt about that. But I don't follow bad people on Twitter right. and I don't see all the stuff. So what yeah. I really enjoy about Twitter is if I'm watching some live, live sports or something, I'll have Twitter there and I'll look through. And yeah. I, you know, if something interesting is happening in the world, Twitter's a great place to just you oh, know, yeah. you see that kind of like stuff. Immediate, immediate response. And other people are like, oh no, it's Twitter. It's, there's loads of harassment on there and it's really bad and it's all just politics and there's bubbles and all that kind of stuff. And yes, that does exist on there, but it doesn't have to affect your life in that way. I say that as a, a, a straight white male guy exactly. who doesn't just, have yeah. everyone jumping into my mentions and things. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. There are there are ways of applying technology to your life which you might not understand like you don't understand but if you if you are if you experiment with these things hmm. and like try it out and see is there benefit to me from this um ha- is that going to is that going to improve our lives well, okay also, so you... here's the thing internet dating this was something oh, yeah. which i never considered Really, the only time I'd ever <laughs> Me heard about computer dating. There's Me a movie neither. called Sneakers, and at the end of it, there's. Um, uh, Doesn't sound th- th- good. What's that? Doesn't Sneakers. Sound... Well, it's all about hacking, and it's 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 just a really fun movie. We should watch it sometime. Okay. It's got Robert Redford in it and things like that. And um, anyway, one of the the love interest, she goes on a date with someone to get some pass to get into a computer. And anyway, and at the end, she's um, oh, and the person she goes on to a date with is Ned Ryerson, or the actor who plays Ned Ryerson in. Um, in uh, Groundhog Day, you know, the most annoying oh, man yeah. in the world. Oh, really? Yeah, like, bing, you know, this guy. Yeah. Um, and so he, uh, oh, sorry, I should stop feeling. Anyway, so he goes, and there's all this thing, and in the end she says, oh, that's the last computer date I go on. And he goes, computer date? And then he worked, and that's the key for the person to realise, oh, computer, computers, oh, this is being computers. Also, you, like, if I was going to match you up with someone, it wouldn't be with uh, Stephen Tobolowski, who's Ned Ryerson. It would be with Robert Redford. And you suddenly realize, oh, and it's like this big thing at the end, and that's how they kind of they're discovered. And that was like my only experience of computer dating, or my only cultural reference, my only thing to computer yes. dating. But when I actually did allow computer, like, computer algorithms to make, or help me make decisions... Yeah. One of the best, one of the best computer algorithms that I ever let me make a decision was on um, what was it? Was it called? Okay Cupid? Okay Cupid, and I put in the stuff, and I gave it enough information, and it made yes. some decisions for me, yes. and it fixed me up with this girl called Juliana, and that was my first ever, my first ever internet dating. Now, of course, since then it's gone all crazy, and of there's course. and there's a grinder it's, it's and um, Tinder, Tinder and, and all these other kind of things, which it's, is great. It totally every all of that passed past. Yeah, but we got on that, and it was so funny when I was talking about this to people, and people say, like, "Oh, what did you meet?" We said, "Oh, we met in Berlin." Oh, how, like how did you meet? So I was like, "Oh, it was a you know, it was just an OK Cupid." And people are like, oh yeah, that's really great because you know my friends met on there. I was like, oh yeah, I met my husband on OKCupid. Yeah. I'd done this kind of thing. Well, I was over in America in Kansas City for some juggling festival. And I was yeah. talking about. It. She said, oh yeah, yeah, we met about four years ago on or three years ago, whatever it was. And we were because I was wanting to date some people yeah. and I wasn't finding anyone because all my social circles because she was like a juggler and progressive and a Democrat and she was <laughs> sort of like and all the guys I was finding were like this wet lefty liberal kind of people. She was like, didn't really want that anyway. I found 
someone who is, uh, you know, he's a Republican, but we hit it off and we're best of him. She said it would, that would have never happened without OK no. Cupid because we realized all we have to do is, you know, put aside the politics and what we do every election, we go, we, we say, we're going off to the polls and we're going to cancel out each other's vote. Yeah. And then, because I'll vote Democrat and he'll vote Republican and we cancel each other out, but we all we both go to the polls and vote. Yeah. And that's it. And I was just, oh, that's so great that if you actually let a computer, I know it's weird to say, but let some computer algos, algorithms make decisions for you and your life can improve. And of course, there's downsides about the YouTube algorithm making people yes. right wing and, there, and there nuts and of, stuff like there that. There are lots of things with these kind of things that are yeah. on the side of dystopian kind yeah. of things. But also, um, if you if you just use it right, I know it's that's really we just say well, that's the thing. if you're if lucky. You, if, no, but that's the thing. If you let, if you make a decision, say I'm going to let this affect my life in positive ways, yeah. and as soon as it affects my life in a negative way, I'm I going stop to stop it. it. Yeah. So if ever I see anything that upsets me on Twitter by anybody, I was like, well, I'll just mute that person or stop yeah. following them or not. No, I just so that's the thing. That's why I yes. only follow like 60 people on Twitter, yeah. and none of them. Oh, well, actually, a few of them tweet sometimes about politics, but not like not like hateful or annoying. Yeah. Or, uh, nagging politics and stuff like that they just get removed and um, people on Facebook I literally as soon as anyone becomes my friend on Facebook and I've got like 4,000 friends on Facebook yeah. now so because any who, anyone who's a juggler is like hey I'll be a, a friend on uh, you know a juggler uh, you know, a friend on that that I just unfollow them immediately and now I don't even look on Facebook you know yeah. and YouTube the YouTube algorithm yes it can create Nazis and you know and send people into conspiracy yeah. theory um, wormholes rabbit holes. rabbit holes and all these other kind of things but if you if you you use YouTube, the algorithm like YouTube wants you to be using the algorithm. Yeah. It's not like, hey, you enjoyed this when you watched this. How much more of the same? And I'm like, yes. And then like we start watching stuff and then it's sort of like, oh yeah, now my feed Suddenly is all... Suddenly we watch basketball. Yeah, and so it's <laughs> basketball finals and I'm like, hey, let's watch this thing. Because I was because we watched Space Jam and I was trying yeah. to explain to you that the most dated thing in Space Jam isn't is the, the pop Duncan. culture references. It's yeah. not the science, it's not the uh, special effects. Yeah. It's no, not, really it's not anything like that. The most dated thing is the, is the basketball. And you're like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, let's watch what basketball is now so yeah. I showed you some videos of Steph yes. Curry and the rise of the Golden State Warriors and now, and now and of course we were watching this because it was it's finals it's the you know the uh, NBA finals yes. as well so now we're, we're really enjoying watching that and then and then it's sort of like Google is, or YouTube is like hey do you want to watch the 2019 three point competition from the uh, all-star game and I was like and I was like you yeah. know what yeah, yeah. yeah yes I do yeah. <laughs> I, I think um, with OkCupid okay the way I, I went into it yeah. Um, I decided to not ha like it was too much, literally too much emotional and time intensive work to meet people and continuously get the same kind of feedback like, oh, yeah, I'm not interested in a long term relationship. I just came out of one. I just want an affair and blah, 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 blah. And I thought, no, I, I really don't want this. And I was, I mean, I think I was a little bit extreme on OkCupid. Okay I filled out 500 answers yeah. and questions, which is a lot. But the more data you give... The, the better computer, decision the, it can make about you. The, the better results you're going to get. And I think um, it got quite a good result there. Um, yes, I think... And, and, and I think this whole internet, social media um, apps kind of thing is very much on, a, on an edge between dystopia and uh and something that can affect life very yeah positively. but here's the thing and i think and i think we are very privileged in many ways yes but that, that's why i opened up this thing with saying yes. letting 
like letting computer algorithms make choices for you and yeah. positive choices for you yeah. or help or letting computer algorithms help you like letting them help you make better decisions in your life yeah. with the understanding that if you just follow them blindly you're going it's going to be you know it can lead to bad things like in and sometimes like and sometimes uh, you don't even have to be blind sometimes you just don't, you just don't even see the whole complexity of things yeah. and then things can happen but netflix is like that Luke, we think you're going to enjoy this. And I watch it and I'm like, you know what? Thanks, yeah, Netflix. So I, I, did, yeah. I did enjoy that. We watched The, the Wandering Earth movie, Yeah, Wandering right? Earth. Like, yeah. And I would that, never watch that if I hadn't no, gotten an email a few days ago saying, but, Luke, you're going to enjoy this. And I'm like, you know what? I did. We did. Um, so, yeah, I know it's... An, it, it, I, I want to say, like, good use of computer algorithms or good use of, yes. uh, of al algorithms can improve your life. Yes. As long as you don't just continuously like just go, oh, I'm just going to open up the fire hose and just let this like whatever Google or Facebook or YouTube or these other things just want yeah. and Twitter to just wants to it. pour into you life. You have to. You have to. You have. It's like yeah. a, it's like a garden. You have to. You have yeah. to. As soon as anything negative comes in, they're just yes. like, don't show me this again. Yeah. And that's it. So I have ants. So I need to get rid of the ants. Yeah. So my garden gets good again, and our weeds get them out, and all these um, kind of little things. Anything else that you want to talk about? Um, I have uh, two more things. All right. Uh, that okay. Go for it, because good use of algorithms was was uh, uh, computer algorithms. With the main example being internet dating, and us, social the two of us was uh, yeah. no, not social oh, well, media, I, I internet have, dating. I actually, you can combine it in one. Okay, thing. go for it. Um, it's not a direct you like directly me using it but um autonomous cars yeah i think autonomous cars is something i'm sorry i'm not letting you have autonomous no. cars no why not because they don't exist yet it's still experiment it's it's it, like um flying people are flying around in in things in person like in personal what flying you're things. What you is that like it's still too scientific. Like mm. cars driving on the road with no drivers. Like literally, Uber is killing people on the roads because it's not ready yet. And okay. Google can only make it work in like twenty streets ah, around okay. the headquarters we talk about and stuff this like in that. Four hundred fifty wins actually. Yeah, for, when we get to do like our most, we're most excited for these things. Maybe five hundred. Yeah, maybe five. <laughs> whatever it's going to be. Our, okay. Another okay. special episode. If not that, then I I wrote down, which sounds a bit weird, autonomous cargo distribution. <laughs> what I mean, um, I I saw like bits and pieces everywhere. Yeah. About um, autonomous container ports. Oh yeah. And and this is affecting our lives. Yeah. Uh, even if we don't like directly see it. But everybody gets shipments from China and these kind of things. And I recently, we did we watch that together, that video of the um, New Zealand port? Yeah. That is like... Uh, I'm putting down autonomous cargo handling. Is that yes, okay? that's what I mean. Yeah. Where they have these huge cranes. Yeah. And then these, like, of course, there's still people involved. Yeah. But they, it, it's so but it's like automated. Our, yeah. And then they, uh, the, the robots are handling... The cargo stuff, like also in, in, in warehouses where they have these huge warehouses. Yeah. No single person could know what is where. Yeah. And then you have all these robots going it's for It's very places. impressive when you see this kind of stuff. And it's so science fiction. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, uh, like all, all of that where, robo, uh, warehouse robot kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah it is, it is just incredible. And we don't see it. But it is affecting... It is, in fact, impacting our lives. Yes. I saw this thing where the um, a, a train network in... Um, in, I think it was in Australia, 
um, has gone fully autonomous on the train yeah. network because one of the main reasons why the trains were going so slow is because were the it, humans were the humans because they had to get humans on and off, the human drivers on and off the trains all yeah. the time and they're like if we just make this autonomous like these trains can run they can run faster they can run safer they yeah. can they can go longer I think distances Japan, and so, they also have now the, uh, well I mean there's lots of there's lots of train systems which are like driverless train systems yes. and stuff but uh, yeah it, it, there is yeah so these, it's not autonomous cars certainly there are but, certain yes, things but there's that are things which are really interesting really interesting yes all right can i give my do you have one any one more or like uh, this is the if this was the incomparable podcast this would be the bring out your dead round okay. um in um, other words other things well, that you wanted to mention which you haven't got to yet yes there's one more go for it uh siri siri like um i mean that is i only know siri i know that but it other, is hal come to life isn't it, it i mean it's not quite and i know there are other um other uh, talky systems out there yeah. which are actually actually more responsive mm -hmm. because what I still miss with Siri is that I can have a continuous conversation so far if you say something yeah. it answers it and then you can't refer back and say uh, oh could you could you specify this or yeah. something so it's not something that gives uh, a continuous back conversation but like four or five times a day I'll be like you know I'll ask uh, well I'll ask I ask my it lots of like for do, putting a, a timer on or these yeah. kind of things I search for lots of stuff there and also when I uh, uh, when I'm setting up and I want to send you a text message to tell you I'm coming home now yeah. I just say um Hey, um, Dingus, uh, home ETA. And because I've done the, uh, the oh, yeah, Siri yeah, the, kit, the, yes, no, what's it called? The shortcuts? That. The shortcuts? Yeah. It, it looks up where I am. Oh, yeah. yeah. Siri shortcuts is probably one of those things which, like, it's, it's affecting my life a little bit now, but it's only in a few things. And there is actually a few things that I want to make. There's lots of these programs. Yes. So you can actually make it. So what it does, it looks up where I am now, hmm. knows our home address, yeah. looks up how long it's going to take to get there. And, and so it sends me a text message. It sends you a text message saying where I am now hmm. and how long it'll take me to drive home. Yes. Um, unfortunately, it always does driving. So if I'm biking yes. somewhere, it goes, I'll be home it, in 15 can, minutes. And I'm like, nah, it won't be 30 yeah. minutes. It'll be 25 it is, minutes. This is, yeah. Yeah. So that's quite... Siri, Siri and Siri shortcuts and like, Siri, Siri functionality is good. Having something to talk to when I'm driving and I want you to, I want to yeah. send you a, a message. I can just say, hey, yeah. send a, a message to, to Luke. And then it... <laughs> like how we're both trying not to say the, uh, yes. the, the word, which will make it... And, to, and then... To, it's it's just something it's so cool because it, yeah. it works and I remember yeah. voice recognition being really terrible. When I was doing my when I was doing my uh, ball uh, juggling world record attempts. Oh yeah, that and was, I was really and helpful. I was, and I was setting records and trying to play music and things. So I was at one point I was juggling for like over two hours and yeah. I was wanting to music and so I was just with Apple Music and Siri. I was just getting music and yeah. listening to playlists and things yeah, like that. It was good. really great and setting timers so I knew how long I'd been going and how much longer I had to go and things. Yeah. Although when I was editing the video, it was me saying out loud talking to Siri. And because it was, I was doing the editing and my phone was next to it. When I was oh, yeah, saying no, set a timer, yeah. I was telling Siri to set a timer on the video. Then my computer was saying it back and it was talking to my thing. All right. So my last two things that I have. Yes. Um, one, you actually touched on on your very first thing. In the, um, in the uh, uh, book, I think it's called The Door Into Summer mm -hmm. by Heinlein, I think it is, which was written in the 19... 
fifties uh, yeah. set in the nineteen seventies, and he goes forwards into the two thousand and twenties or something like that. So yeah. there's like there's actually like he does science fictional looking forwards into the seventies, like twenty years, and then he th- then they time travel from a time which doesn't exist into another one, and it's really yeah. interesting because a lot of time travel is people from now going to the future, yeah. or it's from the future coming to now, or it's from now into the past, or it's from yes. the past into the future. But it's very it's not very often it's going from one future into a different future anyway, yes. so it's an interesting an interesting science fiction experiment and also experiment. a future that is now now You're, not now yeah well but yes anyway he said <laughs> and then what I did is I went down and I didn't even have to go to a bank all the banks were closed so I went to a, a machine in the wall and got out some cash <laughs> and I'm like oh in the 19 in the 1950s in the automatic tele- automatic telling machines oh, no didn't exist of course um, so anyway I, I looked it up now yes and uh, just before this and there, there was a book in the um, uh, written in 1888 or 1898 or whatever it was like yeah. that um, which was about somebody time travelling from the year 2000 back to 1888 yeah. and he's saying oh and in the future we're going to have these cards issued by the bank so we don't have to carry cash with us yeah. it's called a credit card and yeah. I'm like oh wow like yes. credit cards didn't didn't really come into being until, until like the 1970s or whenever it yeah. was until and everything was paper and when and like I didn't like when I first started when I first opened a bank account with the post office or whatever it was when I was like eight years old or nine years old yeah. um, everything was just on a bit of paper and the bank had a copy of the paper and, and the, I had a copy and of the, the bank paper had a, like a like a place where you go and you see a person yeah, but you listen, get the, money my out. point is that they had a piece of paper mm. and I had a piece of paper and as long as those two bits of paper the information on those two bits yeah. of paper matched up it was fine yeah. but if, if I had something on my paper which didn't do, you know in checks and writing out checks oh my and god checks my, yeah exactly checks us whole so day having to do Americans. stuff with checks and checks then and then I got my first bank card <laughs> and the, no the first time I was really young and I, and, and I saw someone it wasn't my parents but it was someone else I must have been like six years old and I saw someone using an ATM for the first time and they put in this card and money came in I was like where does what money comes from here what do you like and it gave you a card so I'm like no I, that card's mine I get I put the card in and my six-year-old brain was like a boom and exploding and but I'm just saying my future thing it doesn't seem like future things now but electronic banking yeah. that I can be oh. pay, I work I get paid I send invoices so the good. money comes into my bank account yes. it go, 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 I can also do things via PayPal yes I've got like uh, different cards and now only in the last week I actually got a credit card which works with Apple Pay, okay. so now I can pay some. So I've only yeah. ever paid for like I've paid for like two things so far with my yes. phone, yeah. not with my watch because I have to still do like another thing, setup thing, uh, setup thing on my uh, on my uh, what is it a verification thing on a watch. But you mentioned it that you can pay for things by you know by phone or just putting your double tapping your watch yeah. and putting it next to the thing. So yeah. you can go out running and you can get hungry, go into a supermarket, yeah. get survive. some drink, get some food, and you still only need your watch because it doesn't yes. even doesn't even need an internet connection. Yes. Does it? No, it doesn't. I can't no, remember how it works, but it it's doesn't. also Anyway, so the paying for things with your Apple Watch when you don't even have your phone with you or your wallet or any money yeah. at all is the and now where we are at the extreme end of of electronic banking. But that is such that is me living my best life, yeah. never having to see a bit of paper. And now I hardly go to the bank because I do enough things where cash comes to me. Yeah. Like when I go on work trips, I'll get some. I'd like I'll, I'll pay for something with my credit card, and then, and then you get paid. and I get paid back in yes. cash on the yeah. ship. And so, so now, like I, yeah. I last year, I probably used I an think- ATM two or three times in an entire year, and the rest was just me living my cashless I lifestyle. I literally can't remember. Yeah, we went I to think- Iceland. No, I actually can remember. I think I yeah. used my 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 card at an ATM once last, last year. year. Yeah, 
and 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 the previous years i i never go get back yeah. cash out the bank we went to iceland for 10 days yeah was it 10 days eight days ten it was days. It, no it was, eight, it was eight days i think we had oh we hired the truck for, yes. for eight days yeah. or so. so we arrived and we're like let's get some cash out the bank in case we need it yeah. and we spent eight days in iceland only using credit cards parking we got credit cards. Public Buying a toilets. Coffee, public toilets. You would use your credit card to pay yes. the 50 cents or yes. one euro it was to, that it, it went was into into go in there and stuff. Yes. You just go bloop and it was yes. done. Bloop and it was done. Yes. Bloop, done. And that was it. There was one time that we couldn't use the credit card because we were camping. We went to a campsite so far in the in interior, the yeah. and there was and there was uh, it was the uh, Aurora. Aurora Borealis, and the and the the connection to the the, the, the it wasn't great. The not the Wi-Fi, the, yeah. the the just the internet connection didn't reach that far, yeah. and that was the only time in the entire eight-day trip that we used cash. Yes, and. It probably would have been fine if we just said, oh, can we pay again in the morning, see if we can get this connection. Yeah. We could have gone an entire holiday without using cash at all. And that's what you can do. And yeah. that, that, is, that is us living our best science fictional future. I'm going to check Definitely. my list because I'm going to just see if I... Uh, um, I can't have... remember seeing somebody using a, a, an ATM for the first time. But I think that at that point, it was just way Well, yes, of course. I'm not, say, like, I'm not saying that, the, that the, it was new. I'm just saying to six-year-old Luke, it was a new thing. I'm pretty sure for my parents, it was a much much uh, more interesting uh, transition because from the DDR I don't even I don't even think you had a bank card or anything and then suddenly yeah. you got a bank account where your salary was put in and yeah. stuff yeah. I, I don't know how it worked before but I mean of course it was just paid out and yeah. things well you got a check and then you take that check to the bank well, and give it, it to the bank I don't yeah, think no. in, in, in the GDR you had checks but okay. it was certainly worked different and then at some point you just had all this it's yeah. impressive and I'm definitely a card person okay let's uh, let's wrap it up there then if we've ticked everything off I'm just going to do this list what I'd love to do is people who've listened to this episode go to <laughs> um, go to the SFBRP listener group on goodreads.com and yeah. there's, an, there's a your well, there's a, there's a thread there called episode feedback. So just go there and use that thread. You know, yes. let's put it all in an existing thread. Go there and go episode feedback and give us your views on this. Again, we're not saying that all technology is great no. and everything benefits and, it. And you can, of course, every, like every, every single every one of these things can be used. used for the wrong purposes. And I, and I totally understand that. Electronic banking yes. leaves people behind because people who don't have enough money and they, you know, they, the, the cashless society only works for people with actually money and bank accounts and infrastructure and the poor people. It's different. I, yes. We know all of this. We're saying how we can apply these things to our, the, yes. to our lives. And, us, and we how are we live our, our best science fiction lives. our um, privileged, privileged uh, status here. Right. So here's the things that made the list which exist now which aren't speculative science fiction future things. Yes. Um, Apple Watch, then personal communication devices, home robots, 3D printers, CNC machines, and Arduinos, like home maker, maker, maker the maker things, culture, maker tools. Um, rocket landings, GPS mapping, social media, ad blocking, internet data, a good use of internet algorithms or internet data, internet dating, dating. sorry, oh, yeah. yeah, so this is what I'm saying, internet dating, and good use of internet data algorithms yes. to apply to your life, autonomous cargo handling, and other autonomous uh, things, mm. transport, uh, Siri functionality, and electronic banking. How do you th do you think there is a good science fictional things where we're living our best science fictional lives? I I, I think that's a pretty good list. Yes, I, I think it's a good list, and um, I I'm sure we missed like <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we missed something that we consider just normal. Yeah, and uh, ten of 
12, uh, 10, 15, 20 years ago yeah, it wasn't was just normal. incredible. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I mean, maybe that's true. But like, if we just say the internet, but we didn't say the internet because the internet is just too big of a thing. Yes, you know, it's, it's, it's everywhere. It's just that it's so much to re relies on that. It's like too broad. So I wanted yeah. to make it more specific things on yeah. the internet. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's it. So tell us what your, um, what, what science fictional things you're using to live your best life. And also, uh, if you, uh, have any comments about what we've done oh, here. Also, if you have like any books where you, where you can ah, yeah, pinpoint, yeah. uh, okay. I gave, a, is, I gave a few examples. Like, me, but... like, yeah, me too. But maybe cyberpunk. It's weird because. Well, mm, like... no, mm, yeah, kind of. Yeah. There is a bit, there is, uh, cyberpunk does give a lot of it, but I do think a lot of what people point at and say, oh, this is the thing that we have now, it's not like, it's not really. Yeah. However, a lot of the things that were in science fiction, let me just finish this one. A lot of the things that were in science fiction inspired people to create things which later became other things. Yes. And people say, oh, this was invented by this science fiction author. It's like, no, science fiction um, inspired this person to create something which, like, you know, is, is, a, is a similar thing, but it's yeah. a very different invention with a de very different function with a very different other thing, True. you know. I just remembered one thing that we What's didn't that? say. The medical, uh, medical progress in the sense yeah. that, um, I don't know, I still find MRIs amazing. MRI scans, yeah, but weirdly enough, that's not... That I don't see that having a connection to science, and it's it's a weird, weird thing to say. Like you can say, oh, rocket landing, yeah. But I'm just saying, it's like there, know, there is all I'm kinds of medical when technologies. I'm in MRI yeah. and and you know you you get the the it's contrast stuff put, put into, into you. you. Uh, the person isn't in the room with you. Yeah, it's it's a it's a robot yeah. feeding you this stuff. Yeah. Through I the know tube. it's impressive. It is very impressive technology, but for me that seems to come out much more of like basic science research, and and I think there's. I don't know. It's it, it's it's sort of like a, it's like separate from culture and separate from other things. Yeah, because we don't. Like, it's not the out only there. thing that we see is the outcome. Is there yeah. if there is anything uh, that for me that's us. for me that's a, us living our best science life rather yes. than science fiction life. Yeah. I know that's a, it's a very strange distinction, but yeah, yes. like of course, all medical science and, and all science of all kinds of things, you know, all sciences are basic science, you know, lasers come from basic science and all these other comes from basic science research. Yes. But, but in a so way... So I think maybe that, yeah, I mean, th there are things that, yeah. that are okay, you could, very we could add, we could add MRI. We could add an MRI scanner because you, you've had some MRIs which looked at your broken back and your weird brain. In my brain. Okay, uh, MRI... Uh, scanner scanners is going on the is going on the list. Yeah. All right. Cool. But not just all medical technology, yes, all medical I advances. Understand. But there are things. Right. That's it. We've been going an hour and sixteen minutes. Let's wrap it up there. The next book that we're going to review is well, it doesn't matter. This is a standalone episode. This is yeah. sitting separate from all others. So you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Luke Burge on there. Best thing to do is become my friend on Goodreads and see what I'm reading. Become Juliana's friend on Goodreads, see what she's reading, and send us book recommendations via Goodreads. See what she's reading really slowly. Yeah. Yeah, go well you finished the book before I did that's good go over to the goodreads.com uh, listener group SFBRP listener group and join in with the conversations there that's a really great way to recommend a book to me if you want me to read a book and you recommend it there and like one other person says yeah read that it's sort of like it's pretty yeah, much I'm going to get there reading one of some people recommend yeah. some red wolf yeah what? red wolf crouching tiger hidden yes. dragon red panda uh, whatever it is kung fu panda <laughs> I don't know lots of things like that and I, and I started reading it and I got this is a weird thing I got to the end of like section one or part one yeah. and then it says part two and then something else happens and kind of skips forward a few years and I completely lost interest because it's sort of like oh no that drama like that, that story I was yeah. really interested it feels like 
it isn't a short story collection, but it felt like that first story was like a standalone so story. there's a massive interruption. Well, it's not a massive interruption, but I just haven't found myself after that got in. It's sort of like, oh, that kind of wrapped up one I want to know. And it's like part two, and, it, and I just did, you know, I just haven't got back into it. I've been, mm. I've been listening to another audio, but, um, or, you know, reading other stuff, listening to other audio. Uh, so that's good. So go over there at sfbrp.com forward slash, uh, no, audibletrial.com forward slash sfbrp. Um, also check out Patreon if you want to support us patreon.com forward slash Luke Burridge where the juggling stuff uh, all happens. the juggling stuff happens over there as well and you can I mentioned it before you can see uh, a video of mine where I was uh, I broke uh, a juggling world record and the, the video is called Sweat and Cramps um, the journey back to the was it the journey back to the Wikipedia world record page because yes. I wanted to get back my, my get my name on the the world record page and on Wikipedia on and it's on there now yeah don't know how long it's going to be there but that, that inspired a, a, a quite a round of record breaking attempts uh, on uh, in, in recently so uh, you can check that on YouTube follow me on YouTube there as well let the YouTube algorithm recommend more more Luke Burridge videos and juggling and juggling videos yeah. so uh, and check out Patreon for other stuff like that right I think that's it um, thanks a lot for listening and we'll catch you next time goodbye <laughs>